Hey, hey, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great, great time. We know it's a Monday, but this is something special that we had to do. We definitely had to do it because we're like a week, maybe less than a week away. Ooh, girl, about what's today's date the 17th so 12 12 days and counting days out so as you all know it's one half of those wrestling girls chris to be here and i am here with one third of the java tears podcast how are you feeling today janelle how are you girl every day is a blessing but you know (laughs) you know what it is it's like i feel like i'm in show mode which is weird because it's not even like the day of but it's just so much that's going on and every day it's something. So it's just like, I'm an autopilot, but I'm good. I'm here. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I took the day off, had to get me together. Oh, good for you. Um, definitely had to get me together. I had to take it off. So, um, but I'm good. It's been a week and it's only Monday. So that says a lot, you know, mm-hmm. it's been a week and it's only Monday. Um, but you know, I'm good. I'm getting ready to go on vacation next week. So I'm very, very happy about Ooh, that. Where you going? I'm going to Jamaica, girl. Oh, so you missing the show? No, I'll be back on um Friday. Oh, okay. So, That's fine. Right. <laughs> Definitely Friday. Be back signing from Jamaica. Okay. That's exciting. Good for you. Take, I'm going to have to take the big suitcase because I always leave with more than I came with. Makes like, sense. Last year when I was in New Orleans, I had a little cute. No, I had a I had a big suitcase, but I had to buy another little cute one because I'm always leaving with more than what I came with. So I'm coming out the airport with two damn suitcases, and I'm just like, oh. and it's only me. It's only I'm not packing with nobody else. It's just me. Little old you coming down the, at the airport. Real bag lady over here. Real bag lady <laughs> over here. But we are here because, like, we we're going to definitely talk about um, Java Slam three. Yes. And I just want to give people a preview of what they should expect. And this video is courtesy of Battle Club Pro slash Java Tier Podcast. So just please stay tuned for this video. That is a good preview. That's a great preview. <laughs> if you guys are not following Battle Club Pro, Battle Club Pro and not following Jabatia's podcast on social media, I don't know what you guys are doing. If you're not following those wrestling girls on social media, I don't know what you're doing because we're going to be there front and center. Um, and well, that's good. So excited. <laughs> so this is the third one. How do you feel? Like, how, what's what's running through your mind being that you're like on year three of Jabatia of Jabba Slam? I have, I feel like the ongoing joke that I got, I got one more left in the bank. Yeah. I always tell, I tell people like uh, the behind, like behind the scenes. I'm like, listen, right. I got one more left and y'all, that's about it. But no, um, after the first one, I really just didn't think like, I was cool with the first one. <laughs> like if that was the one and only, I was okay with that. Like I was absolutely satisfied with who came, who supported, who was there. All of that. So, like, the first one is always going to be near and dear to my heart. 
us doing the second one, I just felt like I feel like now doing it more times is it's a challenge. It's like, how do we up it? What do we do different? How do we get people shocked and be like, like, I just can't wait to see everyone's face when they see Simon Miller's partner. I like I, I literally it is the worst best kept secret in my life right now that only us and and my boyfriend Michael Bostick is in the background. Um, everybody <laughs> that's on there crutches he done fractured his toe, oh, so he home home for the next few weeks. So he all right, but I know it's I'm so sad. But um, but yeah, no, it's always that like how do we up it? How do we take it another level so people? can talk about it because that was the one thing I, I remember after the first one was everyone was talking about it. Whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, people were just super excited and like felt felt a part of the show. Yeah. And that's always my biggest thing is I want everyone that comes to feel like they're a part of the show and that they have a place here at Battle Club Pro. So like I, I'm excited, but did I think two and three were gonna come out? Not really, but but it's like, how did you not think it? Because like you said, number one was, it was a moment for everybody. It was the first one that has been done. You know, uh, we, like different podcasters from all over came out to support you. Podcasters that we kind of ran into on Twitter or whatever. Because mind you, this was like mid-pandemic-ish. Like we were just like. Yeah, like, it was like ready. fresh out of COVID. It was Everyone hadn't seen each other in a long time, and that's why I always say the first one was the was the was the barbecue that everybody needed in their life because literally, Absolutely. and I was happy more for y'all, for everyone on the podcaster side to be able to network and connect with people they haven't met yet and they only knew online, and to see the the collaborations that came out of that that to me was was the biggest prize of them all because yeah. it was it was literally like. I just needed everyone to be in one space and I knew y'all would take care of the rest. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I went almost viral. I went semi-viral arguing with Matt from um, Black Wrestling Podcast from across the the, the gym. Um, also me over here doing what I do best, which is like crack jokes and tell people off to uh, Rev Ron. Um, watching Swole and Tasha Stills pull and put on a killer main event. Mind you, that was Swole. So when we first got to the venue, because I had to go get her, the first thing she said was, I've never main evented. And I said, wait, what? What you said? And I'm literally doing the, the gift bags for the sponsors. I'm not even in that conversation. And she just said it in passing. And I was just like, nah, this is a moment. This is a moment now bigger than what I thought it was. Right. Because for her to say that and it to be two women of color, to main event the show it, it was everything was strategically done and it and was a title I, change and and it was a title change that no one saw coming so like everything that happened even with main event they didn't know they were winning the tag titles that day right. like the utter shock that sh that everyone saw live was real because they had no clue so like that's what i mean by like everything is strategically done so that everyone's a part of the show in some way or fashion so so like the first one was that the second one i think for us was just to be able to build upon it and what was dope about doing the second one was that it was following black girl magic so it was the same weekend yeah so it literally was like black excellence weekend so that was so that was dope to do shout outs to taylor that's kicking that's kicking it at the fallout shelter but that's her baby so we were blessed to be able to do it back to back and now this year it's 
dope because we get Java Sam 3 and then we also get a viewing party because NXT's pay-per-view is the next day. So that now everyone that's coming, yeah, that but now everyone that's coming is gonna really get a Jabba Tears experience because you're yeah. getting the show and you're getting the viewing party. Like I got my homeboy, shout outs to Chris from Heels for Life podcast. He's coming from Milwaukee, Wisconsin to the show. Wow. I didn't even think he 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 said he was like, I'm coming, and you know, you gotta take people's word with a grain of salt. So I was like, okay, but then when he messaged me saying I got my flight, I got my Airbnb. I'm coming. I sponsor it. Like I said, okay. It's People, real. It's, it's real. real. It's a real thing. Like, That's how it's been feeling now. And now it's just like, okay, now this is like the Java Tears experience weekend. So like now, now it's just like, like, what is a summer without having a Java? <laughs> like, like I'm literally just like, what, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, created a monster. <laughs> like this I did, week. and it's just like with Black Wrestling and a BRP fifty list. Like, what is a whole year without a BRP 50 list? Or what is a whole year going by without a TWG celebration party? Right, your anniversary party, your November party. Like, how do you, you're right, it goes to back to how do you actually top yourself for the following year? Like, it's the most craziest thing ever, but you know the ideas are going to flow. Everybody's going to support. The energy's going to be there. Now, I'm just going to say, because everybody, some people were, like, telling us, like, y'all should do a WrestleMania weekend. I'm here to tell y'all that's not happening. I'm not competing with GCW. I'm not competing with none of them. Um, I'm going to let them have that in Philly. But, you know, even looking at next year, it's like, the for me, my swan song would be able to do it outside of New York. And I feel like that's where next year's, direction should go and should be is it being out of new york and it being in a different city that we love and that supports us so you know we looking at dmv we've always looked at charlotte charlotte's like a second home maybe even atlanta for a little bit here and there but atlanta but like you got like so that i feel like if there was a how i'm gonna up this year next year i think the goal is to do it outside of new york Absolutely. I've def- I mean, it's like you have wrestling family everywhere you go, but you mentioned DMV and we're literally off of the heels of Blurred Con. Woo. We were on a panel together. Those wrestling girls, Java Tears podcast. Shout out to Doc. Shout out to Black Wrestling. Shout out to everybody who came out and supported. And their Black Wrestling panel was good too. Um, they were literally after hour. Like- it was so interesting the dynamics of the different panels this year because last year's panel was a complete different panel than what we did and what Black Wrestling did. So, like, it's super dope that in our own ways we were able to do something different. Yeah. And and I like the fact that we were able to get everybody involved because, really, it's a conversation. Like, it is. So one thing I love about wrestling is that it's a conversation. No one's right. No one's wrong. Let's just talk about it. So, no, it was really dope this year. And I love the fact that, you were the one who threw the question, like threw the conversation to the audience first before we got into, <laughs> before we we thought we was going to get into the typical panels, like what made you start this? Podcast. Yeah, like I like, didn't want that stuff. Like we we, it's like we can explain it till we're blue in the face. If y'all don't know, then y'all don't know. I am tired of explaining why, but it's also great to see people from all over come to us place like BlurCon, which is mostly not mostly, which is literally for us as black people coming together, sharing their love for everything black nerds. Mm-hmm. I, listen, the whole time leading up to it, I kept saying, I was like, this is the black Comic-Con is what y'all don't it know. It is. 
But y'all don't know. I came back saying, I was like, oh, this is the Black Comic Con. And, and I they, don't, they don't get the props that I feel like. So if anybody next year, BlurCon, if you are into the comics, the anime, the cosplay, and you are a person of color, like, that is such a great way. Like, it is, I think, one of the dopest cons to go to because of that aspect of no one's judging no one's looking at you crazy everyone's excited to take a picture with you right like that's like like everyone's cosplay is a conversation piece. yes like, and it's just like p and i were talking people was just like yo this makes me want to do cosplay next year i said listen if i do cosplay i'm coming either as uh uh a uh, uh, part of gryffindor house from harry potter or I may, I, I wouldn't say Bianca Belair because that's just too easy. I may want to come as Becky when she got her nose busted. I'm dead. Because I'm... that was like when she hit her peak after she got her nose busted. But Yeah, that she still ain't think Nia Jax for, but I digress. I she mean, I, I do have an irresistible shirt on, right? <laughs> like, that was, you know what's so funny? When we were in yeah. Dallas for Mania Weekend and we went to WrestleCon, and we met Nia Jax. I told her, I said, "Yo, she still owes you a thank you." Like straight and I up. I know Nia was just like, "Yeah." I know. She, she like she laughed. She was like, "But I was just like, no, dead ass. She owes you a thank you because there wouldn't there wouldn't have been no Man. main event if there wasn't that type of cal like that. That was the beginning of it all. So that's true. She owe her. A, she owe her she a do. lot. Becky, give this girl her thank you and her flowers, please. That's all we're asking of you. You can please the man. You can still beat up Trish Stratus, do all that, but just you know, give her 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 flowers while she can still smell them. Okay. Because there was a point where you couldn't smell any, so at all. Okay, but back to Java Scepter because you said something. I'm just like, oh, I need to know. I mean, I know you're not going to tell it. I'm not because, and it's it. so funny. Who show did I do the other day? And I felt like I almost. Oh, I was on the backstage brawl. Shout outs to Randy Shout and out Eric. To the backstage brawl. I literally, it was on the tip of my tongue because I knew they would pop and I said, I can't say nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Every time I talk about it, I'm like, it's Simon Miller and nah, y'all can't get that. Listen, am I going to throw a chair? Just let me know. You may. You may. All right. So now you need a designated throw chair in this direction so you nobody may. gets it. You may, actually. It may, it's going to be one of those like, wait, what? Because Why? I'm so surprised at the fact that Wilkins is stepping back into a ring for like what the third time now after he's he a, said he's a he was never gonna do it ever again because it really really hurts. Listen, this is you talking about somebody that's been training over two years. I know that um he talks a good game, but he know damn well. Get your ass in that ring and let's go. Get in the like, ring. This is what you've been doing because like, in all honesty, know. that was always. That was the goal for the first driver slam. For him to Just wrestle. For him to wrestle. But with COVID, it delayed his training and he didn't feel comfortable. He didn't feel ready. And I'm in no place to push anybody. I always listen to my team. I listen to the people that I work with. And when he was just like, I, I don't want to half-ass it, I said, then you don't. Which right. was why then fast forward the that January show was when him and Simon did the match. So it was, was like an amazing match. Which let was him know. Super amazing match. And I've told him plenty of times, like, yo, like, y'all put on a banger. Like, and I know that y'all been talking, smack, and having these uh face to face. I think the first one was at Mania, Dallas. Mind you, Mania. That was an act. Anything footage Dallas was God's plan. 
Yeah. We went to Wale Mania. We was all in the VIP, chilling, hanging out. I didn't even think, first of all, I didn't even think that was going to be they, they crowd. But I was like, okay, they here. So that's when well, culture was there. But then what ended up happening was night one, we were leaving and we were heading back to the Mania Club bus or trying to find it. And he was outside in the parking lot doing the ups and downs, and we had passed him. So I had heard his voice. I said, I think that's Simon. So we literally ran over there. So that clip or segment, if y'all go back and watch the ups and downs from WrestleMania Dallas night one, Wilkins is in the video. And I think I am too a little bit, but that was a complete, like, when I heard his voice, I said, nah, you got to go over there. We got to get footage. We got to do this because we were building up to the map. So it just, everything in Dallas, that was God's plan. That was not something we expected or anticipated. And Simon's been such a one, like, even from when we interviewed him during the pandemic, he's just always been wonderful to us and wonderful and always supportive. So, like, I'm so excited that, that he's coming started? back. Yeah. From that interview when I interviewed him? Yeah. It was the, it was the, the it was the seeds that were planted. And then, really, Dallas was where it kicked up a notch. So, I mean, I'm for it. I was all for it then, and then he put on that match, and then he said he wasn't going to get in the ring again. But I was really, well, I really popped for Wilkins during the gray sweatpants match last year. Like, I think I still have the video where <laughs> I literally started to record, and then he is like you blinked, and he was out so fast, and I'm just like, oh my god, like I can't post this. I can't post this. Like. <laughs> But, like, but that was the point, the point for him being, and, and that was actually like last minute decision too. But the point of it was to give the taste that everybody had been wanting to see and wanting him be in the ring. So it was just the taste of it. And then that's, that, that was that. But that's funny because I remember that. And everybody was like, oh my God. And I was just like, oh Lord, that's the only hilarious. name. Like, and it's funny name. too, like right before that match. So I was over with Black Wrestling and the, like when you come in on the right hand side. So they were looking for chairs and one of the black wrestling friends picked up the chair that had the cucumber under the chair. So oh, so they was running around looking for that chair. I remember no, that. No, they were looking for chairs to sit to watch the show, not knowing that that chair was going to be a part of that match because of the cucumber. So we looked and we over here cracking the, the most jokes. Like, I promise you, I could not stop laughing at all. It was the most funniest thing ever. I said, yo, you better go put that cucumber back, go put that chair back. You might as well just stand or something because I'm telling you, they're going to need this for a match. And then lo and behold, when they put it back. To listen to you. No, they, they put it back. That's how he was able oh, okay. to put cucumber. I'm like, see, he told you not. It would have been, they match would have been fucked up if you didn't go put that cucumber back. Right. <laughs> So we need a section of like, don't sit here. If they're using chairs and props, do not sit here. This is a that's a fair. That's good to know. And what's cool is like this year, um, I'm actually trying on something totally new for like sponsors that don't really want to like old D sponsor, but just like that that does media, that does content creating. So I created a media pass. It still allows the person to sponsor our talent, but. I'm going to have actually a section roped off for anyone that does have a media pass and they'll be able to do interviews, get drops. It'll be an actual dedicated section to that. Cause I know that's something a lot of, even like when we sponsor and stuff like that, that I would like to see, like there's a one area where you can go to the, to the talent can go to that one area and it's designated and everybody 
can go and interview and do this and do that and chop it up. Like, I really wanted to create a space for that. So we're trying it for the first time at Job Sam. So I'm actually really excited about it. A lot that. of people actually have done the media pass. So it was it's really good to see like people being interested in the different things we're trying to offer. We love that. Well, we gonna have to sign us up for media passes too. We gonna have to we gonna have to talk about that offline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So you're also co-owner or part owner of Battle Club Pro. So how does that tie into? Or what is what is your workload now after it's high? Like you being a part of Java Tears, or also you being a part of Battle Club Pro when it comes down to Java Slam. I'm just glad that I have a guess an office job in a sense <laughs> where and I have my own office. So like during the day actually is where I'm able to do a lot of administrative stuff for the show and for Battle Club and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just I, I really don't know how I balance it all now that I think about it. But then don't think about it because then it's I just do it. <laughs> like you know, and, and you know, like I said, I have, I will never say I have a great team. I have a great support system, whether it's at home or with the with the boys or with Joe and the team at the school. Like we have a really good support system, and I feel like I'm really good at telling people, like, all right, listen, this is what you're good at. I need you to take care of this. Like delegating is mm-hmm. definitely the my life and savior because if it was up to me, I would do everything, but that's not realistic. Right. <laughs> so I have to right. delegate certain things that you know are a little extra but i may not have the time to but somebody else can do it and i know they can so it really is just about delegating and just having a great support team and like like i said and and that includes you guys too like that includes literally every person that has put their time money and effort into whether it's job or sam or just the job with podcast like you guys are really the driving force of everything that goes on so Really, if there was really no y'all, and it, it, I'll be like, mm, it's whatever, it's okay, all right. That's true. Support is real from all from all over, yeah, and and it and it goes vice versa, and and I feel like us as a community, which was why the panel at BlurCon was so important and so dope, because they were able to see like we hold it down here at home, and we all support each other in different ways that right. we. So it just was good. It was a good positive outlook, I think, when we did the panel so that they saw, like, okay, they're not all fighting each other. They're not all, you know, because everybody always thinks, like, we all competing against each other. And it's like, we all do different things. Yes, it's wrestling, but we all do different things and different views. So it's dope that we're able to do that all together. So, Right, and the space is always space for everyone. It's just those who choose to share it. Mm-hmm. You know, or choose to like actually make room at the table choose to actually you know um make that space like there's like yeah we always say jobity has created a space in a lane for for those wrestling girls which we are definitely appreciative for and we we love so much wrestling realm also welcomed us with open arms once we started black wrestling like but it's you guys who created these lanes for all of us for us to come under one roof to share our love for wrestling, to share our love for and appreciation for black wrestlers, because we don't often see that. Right. And we I think that was that. that was the most important part was there was a way for all of us to acknowledge the hard work of everyone around us and putting that spotlight on everyone that that does everybody does certain different things. You know, like you guys being at the media stuff with WWE and things like that, like that that pushes all of us forward. 
Like your win is my win and vice versa. So I think as long as we're all in that type of mindset where we're like, all right, if somebody else can do it, I can do it, then cool. Then we'll all be able to work together a little bit better. But I'm just, I'm thankful that we're all, we're not catty. We're not petty. It ain't none of that. It's never been that type of vibe with neither y'all or anyone we we've collaborated with that we shared space with. And, and that's the beauty that wrestling has been able to do that for us. Yeah, that's true. Wrestling literally brought us together and it's, we're really not going anywhere. Like no, no. wrestling isn't going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. It on, the actors don't strike. The people that do stuff on set don't strike. Wrestling ain't going out of damn. Anywhere. Right. Okay, once they realize they can do it without through COVID, that's it. Like we're, we're right. Like I was just like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. It felt weird at first. We were like, hey, you gonna watch it because we gonna make noise at home regardless. Well, that WrestleMania where everybody was on Zooms and doing that, I was just like, this is very weird. But I'm here for it. Yeah, we were still able to have it. We were still able to have it. Right, Vaughn. Wrestling doesn't know what a strike is. No, there's no time off. There's no nothing. There's nothing. I mean, some things got to be tweaked and get better, but, you know, for the most part, they're here to entertain us. We're here to be fans. We're here to, you know, do what we do as podcasters, as fans, as friends, as everything together. So it's it's always a good time to watch. But, Janelle, thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you, girly. Oh, no, you got me on a Monday as I'm trying to watch Raw, but it's recording. I was watching it, too, but I didn't even <laughs> I'm just, when you had first asked me Monday, I was just like, low-key, it is actually the only real day I really can record, too, so. Me I couldn't too. even like, I couldn't movie even movie. lie on that one. I was like, yeah, nah. I promise you, if you wasn't gonna record, if you wasn't able to record, we would have figured out a way. We, we, we no, we was gonna do it regardless out. because you know what? At the end of the day, as much as you guys give me my flowers, I I gotta give that back to y'all because there was I didn't have the opportunity to do something with another black woman. So the fact that the both of you can come together and do what you guys do, like. I'm I'm always the biggest cheerleader in the room because that that shit is dope and no one can tell y'all different. Thank you, thank you. We didn't think it would be easy either, but you know we're here. It's not, I mean, it's not easy, but I'm talking about not. in the sense of getting along so well. Like we we, yeah. we learned how to put the wrestling stuff aside when we need to and be friends. And people don't people don't understand that. Like P is literally like my sister, just like Wilkins and Mister Black are like your brothers. He mm-hmm. is literally like my sister. Like we can literally put the rest. Like we hung out over the weekend and we put the wrestling stuff. Aside. I saw. I was like, "Do say." I was like, "Where was my invite?" I like do say. I got two bottles in the girl. Oh, mm-hmm. bring the Java Slam. Okay. I feel like we need to have a lounge. Maybe I have to think about a lounge section for for the niggas. I may have to right. Okay. But oh, also too, um, I'm gonna try to keep it as organized, but. Um, we are planning to do karaoke in the city after Jobber Slam. If you guys are, well, everyone is welcome to come roll out. It's one of the things I actually love to do is after the show, if I'm not dead tired and everyone's not dead tired, like if we have some of the talent here and if we're here, like to be able to have, like hang out, you can't buy that anywhere. Like the last show we had where we had Brian Keith, we had the new MLW world champion, Alex Kane. Shout out to him. Shout out and, to him. Black excellence. And we had Calvin Tankman. Girl, after that show, we went to the movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> we took a whole row 
and we went to go see Transformers. But it just was so dope because how many people can be like, yo, I went to the movies with Alice Kane, Calvin right. Tangman, and Brian Keith, and everybody right. was cool and everybody was chill. Like it, it's everything about Battle Club says family, and that's, that's the that's that's my only that's my last said is that it is a family vibe at all times. So everyone is always welcome. those moments. Like even at the end of the first one, remember I was just like. I was like, I need we were like those wrestling girls and Java Tizzy the picture. Remember, I was yelling, yeah, grabbed everybody, and then Swole jumped in, Tasha jumped in, and everybody, every, like that was that's like but the that's epitome the, of black. Absolutely, absolutely love, electric slide. I absolutely love the organic relationships and moments yes. that we have because yes. that same that that exact same moment that we had at Java San Juan, we actually had at um, WrestleCade. There's a picture of us. It's like me, Wilkins, um, um, Chad, JTG, um, Kiara, Faye, um, Stevie Ray. Like, it's a whole bunch of them. But it started off as just us taking a picture with Stevie Ray. And then everybody started calling everybody over. And we were just like, we here. And, yeah. But those are the moments that I live for. Those, those things. Those are dope. So. But thank you for having me on. Short and sweet, but I love it to the point. I'm here for it. Absolutely. I, Let everybody know where they can find these tickets because we yes. know they're selling crazy. So tickets are still available. Front row is still limited. So make sure to purchase those ASAP if you do want front row. Math. Yeah. I'm talking to you because I got to always hear that. Why can't I get a seat? Why can't I say, because you, what are you doing, sorry? But, um, the tickets are on sale on brownpaperticket.com. Um, you can always just Google Java Slam 3. It'll come right up um, once again. And we also do have, for those that are coming, like with friends, we do have a four-pack for $100. So that's something new we started to try to do, see if that works, um, to bring a friend, to bring a friend, to bring a friend. Right. But, um, but yeah, brownpaperticket.com. You can get tickets for Java Slam 3 next Saturday, woo, July 29th. Um, where the main event, once again, will be Sir Wilkins and Encore Moore versus Simon Miller and a mystery of a partner. So we're super excited about that. Um, and then what else? And then the night after, at Legends, NXT Great American Bash viewing party will be there. Simon Miller will be hosting. So you guys, everybody can come out before they start heading home if you're coming for a weekend. But um, I think everyone that has supported the Job of Tears podcast and Battle Club Pro, um, I think everyone that has supported those wrestling girls because that's a definitely important thing to do because yeah. two black women in wrestling is not easy. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you can follow all uh, us at the Java Tears Podcast on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, we will be going live this Thursday, um, and that's it. That's it. So, yeah. Y'all already know y'all can follow us, those wrestling girls on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our Patreon, our YouTube, our Twitch channel. Please make sure that you stay in tune to our TikToks and everything because we're supporting Java Tears and Java Slam like we do. It's a yearly thing. It's tradition. It's 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 literally autopilot for us. So we're going to be there. Y'all better be there. On that note, it's your girl, Krista B, with the one and only Janelle from HR, and we are out of here until next time. See y'all later. See you. <laughs> Queen PR, Krista B, those wrestling girls, TWG, Black Excellence, making it up a list, podcast bringing up women and wrestling. Let's go. Yeah.